0: and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Thursday. Hope you're all doing well. First off, I want to say, holy shamoly, the Kickstarter for... Survive This Vigilante City Books 3 and 4 funded within 24 hours. Congratulations, Bloat Games. Congratulations, everybody who funded it. And it's still got a, to- a ways to go. So, if you want to get in on the goodness that is Vigilante City, go over to kickstarter.com, just type in Vigilante City or Survive This or Bloat Games or whatever and get yourself a piece of the action. It's... I'm I'm still I'm still impressed. I'm wow. <laughs> While we're throwing Kickstarters out there, a few more days are go are got a few more days on Dungeons and Delver's red box. That is also a very good system. I read it. it's it's quite good, quite simple. I like it. So go on Kickstarter look for that too. Dungeons and Delver's Red box or Vigilante City or both. Finance both commercial <laughs> plugs aside i was thinking about intelligent weapons now intelligent weapons is an interesting kettle of fish because i feel that something like an intelligent weapon while the character may have pick, may pick one up we have a case of will it dominate him will he dominate it Will they get along? It all depends because we have also alignments out there. We have weapons that have alignments, and I can understand a lawful good paladin picking up a, say, chaotic or even a lawful evil sword, and it totally rejects it. In fact, it may get up and start attacking him or something like that. If you got one of those kind of swords, but those kind of swords, you really have to you have to adjudicate it carefully. Because, okay, it's on the player character because they're the one who discovered it and picked it up or whatever. But at the same time, it, it there's a certain buy-in with it, with the player. And I'm most players I know will just roll with it. And they may make a roll or two to try and, you know, circumvent certain things, but mostly they'll roll with it. And if you've got a sword that has to have that has to taste blood on a regular basis, well, there's a problem right there. Among its other talents. But we're talking about smart weapons here. Now, usually they come with an ego, which is a certain level. I I really don't think the ego thing should enter into it. I'd rather deal with the intelligence part, the intelligence and maybe the alignment. Because there are going to be swords out there that are smarter than the PCs. Just face it. But then again, my favorite, there are PCs out there that are smarter than the swords. What I like is to put a sword in a dungeon, an intelligence sword, that is maybe a little less or equal to the player character that picks it up. Because I find it funny. (laughs) <laughs> to tell you the truth, it entertains me because you may have a character who has a ooh, eight intelligence and he picks up a sword that has seven. So the sword's dumber than him. So you really got a comedy team going here <laughs> because the sword will try and quote unquote advise him, but it's not the best advice in the world. So yeah, you know, why just why don't you go over and, and attack that ogre over there? Well oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could beat him. Okay, I'll go over there. Yeah, no, that kind of thing. It's real it's real uh, it's it's a real Looney Tunes type of situation. <laughs> but then you have swords that are smarter than their owners. Well, there are, it, it you know, smarter there's a spectrum here. You can have smarter who's... You got smart, And also, you'd usually have swords with attitudes. They may or may not talk, but, you know, you get stuff in their... They get stuff in their heads. I think it'd be funny if you had an intelligent weapon that actually did talk and everybody could hear it. Oh, what's the sword think? You know, that kind of thing. Or you could just have it where he hears it in his head. He may not even hear it. It may be a feeling. You know what I mean? Where the sword is subtly... Subtly influencing the character, that takes some adjudication on the on the GM's part. You got to be real not well. You got to be somewhat careful, but you got to know when to pull it and when to not. I mean, if it happens every time he goes into battle, well, that's one thing. But if he's going through a dungeon they pass something like a trap door, the sword goes. You know, you really want to go. If it's somewhat like evil or something like that, or it doesn't like the guy. It's like, you know, you really want to see what's behind that door. You should really open it. That kind of thing. And you get, you get all sorts of intelligent swords. You know, you get the smart-ass swords who, uh, they question every decision, the PC. It doesn't, you know, he doesn't say, he doesn't, he doesn't dissuade the PC but he questions everything he does. And just and if he he does a decision where the sword doesn't like it, the sword kind of mocks him, starts making these, these sarcastic, snide comments. Or oh, yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, go ahead and kill those five kobolds. Oh, yeah, what did you get? What, two gold pieces and a copper? Oh, yeah, that's brilliant. You know, that kind of thing then you get the ones who think they know better. And they always know better. And they always, you know, you, you, you must follow my... my. And, and they don't... It's kind of hard. They don't really influence... They do influence. I mean, they're, 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 what's, what, I'm, what I'm saying is they, they think they're always right and they're not afraid to give you their opinion on anything, whether you ask for it or not. And then, the, and then you know, and then there's the rare swords out there who actually cooperate with the character and give him good advice. You know, you don't always have to have a dick sword out there, <laughs> if you know what I mean, or or a weapon rather. I mean, i you know, there could be like a a mace who has to who feels you he, he have to clobber everything over the head. Because I don't know, maybe there's maybe there's a weapon out there that a that a say an elf picks up. And the and the sword really doesn't like halflings. And so every time he swings it, it always ends up near the halfling or something like that. Or a sling that that is smart enough to say you put a bullet in the sling and you you got say a cyclops and a giant there. And the giant is much bigger. So it will always target the bigger giant, whether or not you want to take the other one out. It'll it'll always it'll always pick the target for you. That's what I'm saying. So that's a that's a problem right there. So there's all kinds of goodies you can do with with intelligent and not so intelligent weapons. Now it, it's it's funny because I didn't mention anything about anything else besides other things can be intelligent too, like armor. Or shields. Say you have an overprotective shield and you have a character who's constantly running into the fray and it just makes the shield rather paranoid. He will always protect his wielder even if he doesn't want protection. You know, he'll He'll jump in the middle of battle, and the 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 shield's just oh my god, oh, oh god, oh god! And he's just, he's yanking the guy's arm around to keep from getting hit from and and he, he even senses in the back. Oh god, and he tries to put her in the back and all that. That would be great. Our intelligent armor, especially intelligent shield. I'm going to have to work that into my next game. Intelligent shield. So. Yeah, I I know like one he gives you rules about those things, but I kind of like to play it play it by ear, you know, play it by the seat of my pants like everything else. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, that's my thought today. I'm going to go start my day. So, well, if you want to talk about this with me, you can get hold of me at, at com or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. And we're funded, so or monetized, so as little as ninety-nine cents a month, you can help me out and that'd be great. And thanks to my supporters Oliver, Mark, and Gilbert. And Mark C. Wallring's Mark C. Wallring's podcast, The Yawning Owlbear, is a good podcast to listen to. So I recommend it. Here on anchor here. So until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions?